Hello and welcome to Salesforce Posse Newscast, recorded on the 21st of July 2021. In this episode, we take a look at the Salesforce news that has happened since the last newscast. Now, first up, I was very honored to be in the audience for Salesforce Success Anywhere Live in the UK. And it was my first in-person event for 18 months. And I have to say, it was a little bit emotional meeting up with others in the community, which I kind of collaborate regularly with, like with London's Calling and things like that, that we really hadn't met up for over a year and a half. But I think my favorite part for me was seeing uh, EVP and Salesforce UK and Ireland CEO Zara Balahumi present for the for the first time, I've not seen her present previously, and it was she had amazing stage presence. So I really would love to see more events with her uh, in. Um, but also, um, Salesforce announced their sponsorship of the UK Olympic team for the 2028 Olympics in Los Angeles, and also showed some great customer stories on how companies like Bentley have embraced digital transformation program to really transform their company during COVID. Uh, and the following day was the Salesforce UK and Island Live, which if you didn't watch, I think the only one I can kind of sum it up was really kind of quite incredible. Um, it was set in the amazing Somerset House in central London with the incredible Sue Perkins as our compare for the day in a 400 tree forest. And I'm sure I've been on an ice rink there where those trees are now. But anyway, everyone I've talked to who said they massively enjoyed the event, it was really uplifting, and also had some great stories on how companies have kind of realigned their business models due to COVID. And then finally, um, we were kind of um, musicked out with Jules Holland, Ruby Turner, and Louise Marshall, who kind of wrapped up the event, which was really great. And you can still see it online, I think, and the link is in the show notes. Salesforce is undertaking a project to make its technical language more inclusive by building new tools to replace terms that reinforce stereotypes that cause harm which I think is fantastic. And for some time, Salesforce has been trying to make sure the language is used in their marketing purposes or is inclusive, um, guided by their kind of inclusive marketing principles. However, after the murder of George Floyd at the hands of a police officer last year, Salesforce employees brought attention to how the company's technical language sometimes reinforces those negative stereotypes and is causing harm. So Salesforce has been introducing new terms. So for example, the term master could have the following different options. So when it's used to express the prioritization or hierarchy or hierarchy, then using the words main, primary or principal, or when using it in a form of kind of replication, then using source or main. Uh, and then when used to kind of express control rather than using master, using lead active and or controller and what's great is they're also building this into the development workflow so that developers are alerted when they use words and kind of suggest different ones so I really look forward to seeing master detail relationship being renamed to primary detail relationship 
Salesforce has pulled the plug on its audience studio data management platform. Now, this is probably due to changes in privacy regulations across the globe, as well as Google's depreciation of uh, third-party cookies and kind of Apple adding roadblocks to cross-app tracking uh, for tracking prospects and customers and making it just a lot harder. Uh, and Salesforce has said the audience studio will no longer be available for purchase, but companies are likely to be looking elsewhere for post-cookie solutions anyway, so they can find efficient digital marketing, targeting, and management tools. So Salesforce actually built its DMP from a 700 million pound cash and stock acquisition of Crux in 2016. The company hasn't yet updated Audience Studio's pages from what I can see to reflect the change and didn't divulge what current users can expect from support moving forward, but I kind of expect it's going to be similar to when they depreciate or remove other products in the past and can continue supporting them, uh, at least in the short term. In a statement, Salesforce said it's putting a more a new emphasis on its customer data platform or CDP, which traffics in third party data that users collect themselves. Salesforce has released its global developer survey that it does every year. They don't give away too much information, but they do give away that what, what they do give away is quite interesting. They found that more than half of developers worldwide are under 35 and most of them based in North America and Western Europe. And wait for it, it starts with an I. Yes, you've guessed it, Israel, not India, which I thought would be the next biggest. But anyway, not surprising, they found out that developers love Sales Cloud and Service Cloud and the core platform the most, and not so much Quip and Pardot. But they did say that 87.8% of developers use the Salesforce Developer YouTube channel. And I have to say, it is really good. And I really do wish that Salesforce put more Salesforce on YouTube, as in recent years, they've kind of started using another third-party app provider and embedding those into their kind of Salesforce pages, making videos just harder to find. But um, Salesforce, the YouTube developer YouTube channel is really great, so do check it out. You can also check the survey results. I put a link and all the other results in the show notes uh, below with a link to the results. Staying on with the developer news, Salesforce has announced that Salesforce functions are really coming this summer. It's going to be beta in summer 21 release with the aim of going GA in winter 22. As I've said before, this is a monumental change for the Salesforce platform. We're going to be able to build faster without limits using industry standard languages like Node.js and Java in familiar tools and being able to integrate them into the platform using low-code in declarative functionality like Flow. If you are a developer, this means you can learn industry standard languages rather than the proprietary Salesforce languages, making your skills more transferable to other roles outside of Salesforce, but also making it easier for companies to hire developers that don't have the necessary Salesforce development skills because they do know these languages. So it's going to be awesome. Uh, as you can see, I can hardly contain my excitement as much as I can being British, but anyway. 
Another piece of developer news is the announcement of the new API called the PubSub API. Now this API is a new way to publish and subscribe to events in Salesforce. The pilot is launching in August and these events could be platform events, change data capture events and or kind of real-time event monitoring events. The PubSub API arrives hand in hand with the new event bus runtime and is a, a kind of a real modern piece of behind the scenes infrastructure that will allow all Salesforce customers to really scale to greater heights than ever before. Now the PubSub API has improved the kind of built-in logic and flow control and publish acknowledgements, allowing developers to create more robust applications than they could with the streaming API and bringing together event and change data tasks that currently can only be achieved across a variety of different APIs at the moment, kind of bringing them into one modern API. So check the link in the show notes for more information. One of my favorite pieces of news from Salesforce last month is that Salesforce is joining forces with LucidCharts to create Salesforce, Salesforce Shapes library for Salesforce. Now, in the last uh, in-person Dream, Dreamforce, I presented in the architecture zone, and it seemed like every single presentation included lucid charts somehow so i'm really excited about this and really help standardize and improve diagramming uh, in salesforce architectures in using lucid charts talk about salesforce architecture make sure you check out salesforce's architect.salesforce.com site they have released a number of digital assets to help us organize, create, and communicate diagrams with a distinct, predictable, and cohesive look and feel. I have to say it's a good start, but it would be great to have a concrete set of asset libraries that we can reuse, so it is a good start. Uh, one example would be a Salesforce functional capability map at various levels of abstraction. Now, I maintain one which I find invaluable and continually use, but it'd be great if Salesforce could release their own. Uh, oh, and on the contrary to what Salesforce says on their Medium post, my Salesforce functional capability map isn't a static image requiring architects to start from scratch every time, but actually a lucid chart updated regularly that anybody can use uh, if they so please. But all in all seriously, seriousness, it would be great if Salesforce could release their own so I don't have to maintain it which provides a nice segue into consultancy dreaming. The community event was a couple of weeks ago, and I have to say it was a great success with some fab consultancy sessions. I did a session on key one pages every consultant should use, which I included my kind of Salesforce value chain diagram and Salesforce functional capability map. And it seems to seems to have gone down well. Now, if you do want to check it out, uh, check the link in the show notes where you can kind of download the diagrams as well as look at the, the uh, session. Finally, in news, we announced last week that London's Calling, the largest Salesforce community event, is back on the 10th of June 2022. So bookmark the date, So, and we'll be announcing tickets very soon. And yes, it will be an in-person event, subject to everything, and an online event as well, so stay tuned. We have now released all the session videos from our 2021 events, so anyone can now watch over 60 sessions from Salesforce gurus around the world. So that's it for the Salesforce Posse news for this month. If you had liked 
what you heard, then please share and let other people know about it. And if you do have any news for the, the newscast, then please let me know. So until next time, ta-ta.